It's about finding the common ground mm -hmm. because the goal is Emmy in particular, having that, um, the best experience possible being a blended kid. Your blended family has a 100% chance of success when you do it God's way. We are Blended Kingdom Families, and we want to provide biblical resources to heal and restore families with a message of hope for the next generation. Let's get after it. Hey guys, welcome to the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. We're so glad that you are here with us today. If you haven't already, take an opportunity to like, share, comment, subscribe to our YouTube, YouTube channel. And you guys, please leave us a review. We would love to get your feedback and any questions or topics that you would like for us to cover. We would love to answer those questions for you. So be sure to do that today. But I am so excited because I have the Dilworth family in the house today. Thank you. Yeah. So if you guys have been watching the last couple of episodes, Alex and I have done an episode on co-parenting and then also one on single parenting as well. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm excited, Marshall, to have you here with us to share you. your perspective and, um, you know, to hear more about your blended family journey. But you guys, just a little bit about Marshall and Alex. So you guys have been married a couple of years and you have two kiddos. Yes. You have M and Thatcher. So cute. Super, super cute. Um, Alex works for the ministry as our event coordinator and project manage manager. And then Marshall, you work for Bosch, correct? correct. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys, we're excited to have you all here today. And um, I guess first, just tell us a little bit about your blended family, your what you guys like to do, hobbies, things Go like for that. it, babe. Yeah. So we like being active, for one. So we're usually trying to be outside, do different things like that. Obviously, Thatcher being as young as he is, Usually long walks with a stroller, but um, actually we love cooking together. Yeah. We do that a lot. That was one of the first things I actually did with Alex. It was the first test. Ooh. It was, I had many tests for her to make sure that, you know, this would work <laughs> and that was one of them. But uh, yeah, what else do we do? Um, that's about it. Yeah. Eat and work out. We are foodies. Yeah. Foodies. Yeah. Hey, I, I love food too. Scott loves food. We are foodies too. Yeah. We love working out as well. Yeah, yes. and Alex always shares um, your all the cooking stuff and the healthy oh, things so and all good. of that. So I love hearing about that at the office. <laughs> It's good times. Yes. Good times. Well, you guys, I'm excited um, to talk today. So, you know, we've, this month's topic has been on um, co-parenting and, you know, a lot of us have healthy co-parenting relationships, but a lot of people in blended families have what we call high conflict co-parenting mm -hmm. situations. Um, and Alex and I have kind of talked through, um, you know, some of the stuff that we've experienced at, in our co-parenting relationships. But um, I love that you're here with us today, Marshall, to kind of get your um perspective as a spouse who is married to someone who maybe ha might have some issues in their co-parenting relationship mm -hmm. and really can just, you know, give advice and support for those who are in that position mm -hmm. um, of how you can help. And so one of the questions that I have for us today is, you know, if your spouse um, and their co-parent say they're not getting along or they're having a hard time finding resolution in a certain situation, um, can you just share with us, you know, what you guys do and maybe specifically Marshall, like um, being the spouse to support your spouse who's in that position, what are some healthy things that, that we can do to support one another in that? Yeah. Take I bed. thought I prayed a lot until I got into this scenario and then I realized I still wasn't praying enough. I yeah. mean, that's, that has to be key. Yeah. Um, it's, there's different challenges because in all my previous experiences, ultimately, if I didn't want to engage with someone, I didn't have to. And so stepping into that, that made 
that made my adjustment on how we figure that out together uh, different because you can't just walk away from the person. Yeah. Um, and so probably the next biggest thing after praying is understanding legality, what's already set up. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't make any of those choices, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent. Um, I don't have that involvement. And so it's about making sure we're respecting where that comes from, mm -hmm. understanding where the law is sitting at at the moment. Yeah. And then honestly, it turns into just encouraging my spouse. And sometimes that's, you know, trying to encourage my spouse that this boundary is important. Yeah. Why it's important, where it protects our family unit. That's good. Um, but uh, encouraging them that, no, you don't have to listen to that kind of, uh, whether it's an argument or kind of, um, you know, just talking down to them or anything like that. Yeah. But you also can fight for your own boundary as well or your own compromise. I think that's really important as well. No, that's good. Alex, do you have anything to share with that? Our thing is communication. <laughs> she, she thought she was a big communicator until we got together. And I remember I like you saying to talk that. about everything all the time. <laughs> I, I, I love that. Well, and communication is so important. And in trying to establish what that is going to look like when you blend yeah. your families is hard. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I know Scott and I, when, um, because I had been co-parenting with my ex and his wife for years before, um, you know, Michael um, had a stepfather and before Scott came to the picture. And so when Scott came in, it was like, okay, there were three parents co-parenting. Now there's four yeah. and it completely changes the dynamic and it does, um, um, it does have an effect on your marriage as well. And with your communication with your spouse too, and what you're going to tolerate, what you're not going to tolerate and, um, and adhering to those boundaries. And so, um, I know Alex, you shared before, like you had a hard time, um, as we all do sticking yeah. to those boundaries. And so, um, you know, Marshall, I would love to hear like, you know, coming into that, um, like how, what were some of the steps that you took to make sure that you, you did um, adhere to those boundaries and that you made sure that, um, uh, that what you were setting, you know, that it wasn't gonna affect your family, it wasn't gonna affect your marriage, that it was going to be healthy? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. Um, I think one of the biggest things is I wanted to be able to step in mm -hmm. and say, I am for this. Yeah. I'm for our family. I'm for unity. I know you've talked about that mm -hmm. before, uh, but unity to me is a huge thing. I think the enemy does a fantastic job of disunity. Yeah. And um, it's easy amidst uh, an argument or figuring out where boundaries, because that's always yeah. high intensity. Yeah. And so emotions are going to run high. Mm -hmm. But when she feels like she's backed up in a corner because they're trying to find some type of resolve. Yeah. If I don't approach her gently, and I didn't always do that. Uh, you said we've been married a couple of years, <laughs> yeah. almost two years, but it seems like it's been a long time because right. you, you, you make those mistakes yeah. and you feel the effects of those mistakes. And mm -hmm. so I think a big part has been um, learning how to approach her gently, mm, learning how good. to approach both of them with humility. And yeah. again, I have not always done that. Yeah. Um, but saying I'm for this, I'm mm -hmm. for all of this. Yeah. And ultimately, uh, you know, and you guys would know this too. It's it's about finding the common ground mm. because the goal is Emmy in particular having that um, the best experience possible being a blended kid. No, that's mm. so good, man. You, I think you just worded that beautifully and. Um, you know, and our situations are very much alike because Scott came into the picture and, um, you know, he didn't have any children and, you know, he became instant dad, instant, you know, stepdad. And, um, 
and learning how to co-parent with mine. And I, and I think with men and men and men with men, you know, it's, it's a different, you know, it's, it, it can be a little different than mom and mom. Um, and I know Scott has shared this before about how he approached my ex and how they just had this conversation and this dialogue of, Hey, I'm not trying to replace you. I'm not trying to one up you. Like, this is what I want to be for Michael and support your relationship. Um, just would love your thoughts on, you know, how was that with you and with Alex's ex and M's dad when, whenever you guys blended? We had a, um, a, a few conversations initially, mm-hmm. especially, and this was even before uh, we got married. Yeah. Just yep. being able to say, this is my intention. That's good. Uh, and, and had some of those conversations where, uh, like you said, I, I'm not here to replace you. I'm yeah. here to be, and Emmy really early on would use the term bonus dad. Yeah. Or uh, step up dad, or yeah. there was something like that. There's so many different terms. <laughs> yeah. I know some people are like, we don't like step, we like bonus, or you know, yeah. everyone has their own thing. But. And, and now so, she's Marshall, so yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but th- those were the things that I-, I wanted to make sure I approached him and initiated some of that. Mm-hmm. And um, it-, it was it was very, and th- these were some of the mistakes ended up happening. Was it was very easy to uh, posture and kind of uh, you know stick my chest out because yeah. now I immediately am going like into protector mode and also understanding that while part of my role is to protect, you know, that, mm-hmm. that is what God commands me to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not the ultimate protector either. And yeah, so being able good. to learn from those mistakes as we go through that, mm-hmm. but still always trying to approach humbly. No, that's yeah. good. And that's a hard thing for a man to do. It is. Well, and I love the way that you said that. And Alex, I would love to hear how you um, how you supported Marshall in that time and as he stepped into this position, um, because that's not hard. And I remember with Scott, like, I'm like, hey, we, we don't, we can't, you know, like there were just yeah. some things he didn't know. He's, he's yeah. like, Vanessa, I'm 36, 37 <laughs> years old. I have never had children. Like, I don't know anything about this parenting yeah. thing. Um, but what, Alex, what is um, some of the supportive or encouraging things that you tried to help Marshall with as he yeah. transitioned into that? Um, from the beginning, I think I really tried to steward the relationship and allowing the freedom of him to have his voice mm-hmm. um, and them to have their own dialogue for themselves. Um, and I, I don't really feel like I had to steer it per se. Um, I wanted them to build their own relationship yeah. outside of me. Yeah. Um, but then there, there have been times in our marriage where I'm just like, not today. Don't yeah. approach it. Just not today. Yeah. We are a preteen girl and we are like this right now and it's, we can't get out of bed mm-hmm. or, you know, we gotta, we gotta ground again mm-hmm. and we're throwing a fit. Mm-hmm. And she's thrown up shade, and I'll just have to look at Marsha and go, okay, you can't approach her right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have to address it later. Yeah. And being the communicator, he's like, well, we need to talk about it right now. Yeah. yeah. Right now, I'm like, <laughs> it sits here until <laughs> yeah. I get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. And it's, well, we got to take a step back and we have yeah. to breathe and allow her her space mm-hmm. because she she's literally just trying to figure this out in her own brain right now. Yeah. yeah. So um, just, just give her a second. And we will approach it. We will, you know, have a consequence. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's it's been a, it's a lot of uh, no, not not today. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's good too. You know, and I'm sure that there are a lot of people listening right now that are in this situation, whether they're this exact situation or it's vice versa. Because yeah. um, we know blended families are so unique and dynamic. Um, that may be struggling with this, you mm-hmm. know, and they're hearing what you're saying and hearing what you're saying, Marshall, they're like, okay, like that, that makes sense, or, you know, or it, it's an encouragement to them. And so, I mean, I would, you know, 
Marshall, like if anyone is in your position and they're coming into this kind of blindly, you know, and they're really struggling because I know that there's a lot of um, a lot of stepdads walk into these situations where, you know, and I know for Scott and I, so I'll speak out of our experience, there was a lot going on at that time. And Scott could have easily have thrown up his hands and been like, you know what, this isn't for me. I'm out, peace out, you know, but he didn't. Um, and so I think that there's probably a lot of stepdads and even stepmoms that come into that where they're dealing with, um, you know, some co-parenting issues, high conflict, whatever you want to call it. What, what, what would you just want to encourage them with or, you know, just, just tell them right now if they're listening and watching? Probably one of the biggest things is you have to, um, especially for a man, you've got to approach humbly. Mm-hmm. I continue to find that as uh, the best offense. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I, think, I think one of the other things is um, I was listening to another pastor and it, something that really stuck with me was as the father, I am the first servant. And so mm-hmm. that goes hand in hand with, with the humbly part, but yeah. making sure that I am posturing myself that is open arms, uh, almost knee down, where I am serving and I'm yeah. willing to get on my knees to do what is important for my family. Yeah. And sometimes that serving is strong, you know, setting those boundaries as mm-hmm. we're talking about. But most often it's about removing my flesh and kind of letting that pride go and just staying humble. Mm, that's good. And Alex, for anyone that's listening that, you know, is in your situation and, um, and they, they have that, that step parent, so to speak, that needs that support, what would you want to encourage them with? Um, yeah, I think the biggest thing I, I learned was I have to be prayerful over him. Mm-hmm. Um, he needs his heart and mind guarded just as much as I do. Yeah. Um, and do I do it all the time? No. Should I? Yes. <laughs> working on it, but, um, it's really, he's, he's words of affirmation. I know his love languages. And so words of affirmation is one of his top three and it's, you know, you're doing a great job. Like, mm-hmm. I know this is a really stinky season and she's all over the place, but like you have my support. Yeah. I know I'm angry. I'm not angry at you. I'm angry at the situation. Yeah. And to, I, I have to go humble myself and sometimes ask for forgiveness too. Mm-hmm. And I say sometimes, cause it's not all the time I ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Um, but I am wrong. And so I have to go ask for forgiveness and say, okay, let's start over. Yeah. Let's, you know, reapproach this correctly, unified mm-hmm. as one. Mm-hmm. And, um, we can do it. Yeah. Well, and what I hear you both saying is just, it's unity and it's just being that team, like you're a team, you know, we're, we're a team and we're going to fight together as a team. We're going to marriage together as a team. We're going to parent together as a team and co-parent as a team. Yeah, you wait 10 years and you get a team, you get a team. You get a team. No, (laughs) I absolutely love that. Well, I know we're coming to the end of our time and Alex, I know you've answered this question, but it's the staple question for all of our guests, Marshall, and it's, what does a blended kingdom family mean to you? Being a blended kingdom family, um, hmm, I probably should have thought of that one ahead of time. You should have. Yeah. Um, honestly, it's about uh, stepping forward and servanthood towards each other, mm-hmm. fighting for unity. That's been the biggest thing for us. Mm-hmm. And um, the intention is to be in it for the long haul. Yeah. And so the yes is easy not always um, smooth, but the yes is easy and you stay in for the long haul. Yeah. 
Well, that's good. I love that. And I love always hearing everybody's answers. And it's so different. I want to put them all and piece them all together <laughs> over the years. Totally. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us today. And again, please leave us a comment or a review. Um, tell us what you're loving about the podcast so that it can encourage others who are looking for these same, uh, same type of resources. But we guys, you guys, we hope you have a wonderful and blessed day. Be blessed in all that you do. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.